Undeniable Johnny Goldsmith, J.U. Wrestle Talk, and TWG1991 require your undivided attention for however long this takes. Welcome to Snapbacks and Beards. Your discretion is advised. Hello again and welcome to another episode of Snapbacks and Beards. It's episode 32, and unlike WrestleMania 32, this hour and a half is better than that five and a half hours of garbage that we had back in 2016. <laughs> this, of course, is the best. Well, I mean, there's a lot of good podcasts out there, but I quite like this one. Um, <laughs> this is Snapbacks and Beards, and if you haven't guessed, we all love wearing snapbacks and have beards. And mm. if you ever are a guest on this show, there's a good chance that we'd like you to at least wear a cap. Um, you don't have to have a beard, you know, because not everyone can grow one. But certainly a hat is very important. So I am your host for this week, Johnny Goldsmith. And of course, I am joined as always by Jay Russell Talk. How are you, Johnny? I'm all good. I'm glad that that Monday is done and we've got to hear. This is the best part about Monday. So I'm glad we're here. How are you? I'm all good, yeah. Yeah. How are you, Stu, PWG, that wrestling guy? Yeah, I am I am all good. I am also glad to be at the end of the day and chatting all things wrestling. That's what we love to do. And we are here with a prediction show, um, but it's not quite like the WWE predictions one. All in, of course, is this weekend, our very first AEW show. And for the most people who are listening, if you're British, I imagine most of you as well, it's your first AW show as well. AW All In at Wembley with the biggest capacity of a wrestling show in the UK of all time. And that's legit as well. That isn't just exaggerating numbers. I believe that is an accurate number that they've actually sold more tickets than Wembley 92. What what company would, would embellish their uh, their ticket sales? That seems, uh, seems well, strange to do that. I don't know what you'd... Uh... No idea. Yeah. No idea. Uh, I guess, you know, maybe not. I think wrestling companies are very honest. Um, I do remember Tony Khan was apparently buying tickets, and that's why it's sold so many, because he's bought loads, and there's actually a gap between the tickets, and then there's a gap with loads of empty seats, and then another seat that's filled with fans. That's apparently the excuse people are coming up with, but we'll find out. Um, I'm very excited for the weekend, because we're going to be together watching it as well. Yes, we are. And it's... um, the first show we've all been to together. So, and yeah. we're kind of, I think, Stu, so Johnny and me are going to be sat together. Stu isn't too far away from us, but we probably couldn't see him from where we are. So, I'll take a sign. I'll take, yeah. I'll take a sign and we can uh... <laughs> snap back some beards. Was here. <laughs> so, if you listen to this podcast and you're going to all in, do drop us a line and we could arrange to meet you as well. It'd be nice to see as many faces as possible. Now, this week, Raw and SmackDown, we're going to go through briefly. Um, Raw this week, I mean, I don't really recall a lot happening. That I'm like, oh, that was incredible. Um, this week in general, I think SmackDown was quite predictable. We'll get to that. But Raw, lads, what do we think of, let's see, J.D. McDonough's debut was on this, of course. So, Stu, I know you're quite a J.D. McDonough fan. So what do you think? Yeah, I, I am. I'm just hoping that we we see the the best version of JD McDonough and give him the the opportunity to to shine and to show himself and not to be used my biggest fear for JD McDonough if i'm honest is he's going to almost be used as a scapegoat or an enhancement 
of whatever is going on with the Judgment Day. I think mm-hmm. he, in in the sense of, you know, he's going to try and help the Judgment Day to get in the Judgment Day, but that's just going to see him take losses against whoever is feuding with the Judgment Day, if that makes sense. Like, have him try and prove himself against Cody Rhodes or Seth or Sammy or KO or stuff like that, and then just keep losing. Um, I think he he deserves much, much better than that. And if people haven't seen him before or are only just sort of seeing him, he deserves much better than just seeing the casual fans being like, oh, well, this guy, he's trying to get into the judgment day, but all we've seen for the past month is he loses. You know, he deserves mm. better than that. And give him, give him, give him some time. You know, even if he has to lose matches, give him 15 minutes in a match to lose because that gives him plenty of time to show what he can do. Um, and I would, I do think with the right push, the right build, and someone that isn't the IC champ like Gunther, JD has that in his future, 100%. Johnny, do you think that the Money in the Bank briefcase is almost like an extra person interfering with the storyline, interfering with these relationships with the Judgment Day here? I do, I do. Um, but I also had another little thought as well that could, because they're, they're liking the whole friction between Judgment Day, what's Finn going to do, what's he not going to do. So I think that they should have a uh, tag team title tournament. And we've seen it time and time before. Uh, Priest is going to team up with Dom, uh, which leaves Finn needing a tag team partner so he can enter it as well. So he teams up with JD McDonough. Uh, or you've got all the other teams, Viking Raiders, blah, blah, blah. But Finn Balor and JD McDonough as your next Raw Tag Team Champions, I think would be really cool to see. Go for that. Definitely go for that. And yes. then that's even more friction because Priest can be like, well, what are you, are, you, are you in the judgment? Like, you've gone and teamed with this other guy to win the belt, so you're in the judgment day, you're not in the judgment day. And then Priest, uh, Balor can be like, well, you went with Dom. I, I, I want to go as well. I don't want to just stand here. Yeah. Do we think that this group will be together by WrestleMania? I hope so. I hope so. Mm-hmm. And I think so as well, actually. Okay. Yeah. I think they're probably one of, if not the best thing about WWE. I think um, the, the, the issue is if, if they're to split up and, you know, let's be fair, the the uh, the bloodline are pretty much. I mean, the bloodline isn't really the bloodline anymore, is it? It's Roman and Solo, realistically, and we aren't going to see Roman again until, well, what the Saudi show, probably. Yeah, I imagine. So they can't keep splitting up factions because there aren't. Re- you know, we haven't yet seen. I think the Hurt Profits are going to be well good. I think that's going to be a great little faction, but we've not really mm. seen them as a group yet. Mm. So Are they going to take them that seriously? They didn't get an entrance on SmackDown, and we know what happens when you don't get an entrance on SmackDown. Yeah, that's that's true, but I just... Do you know what I mean? I, I think if you get rid of... If you break up the Judgment Day this side of WrestleMania, what factions... And I mean factions, not tag teams... Have you got Imperium and the Brawling Brutes? 
is not the new, the, o- the new day maybe the new day if Big E comes back and the OC. The way is that going to happen? Are we going to see that? Are we going to see the way? Well, I, I don't know. Minor, but, minus Austin Theory, I guess. Yeah, but but again, yeah. even then, you're going to have you know, even if they bring the way back, they they need to build them up to be credible in some way, shape, or form. And what are they going? Like, I just think that it'd be it would be really risky breaking up your one of your strongest factions. You know, this this side of Mania. Mm. Yes. Mm. Speaking of credible, we go to the Imperium segment, in which we see more character side from Ludwig Kaiser. This there, uh, he took an interest in Maxime Dupree, and I actually look at Star Wars references here and think that you look at. The, I presume both of you have seen Star Wars, so Grand Moth Tarkin, who's the general, right? But Darth Vader is Gunter, and Grand Moth Tarkin is Ludwig Kaiser, who. You know, they're not, he's, he is below Gunter, but he's also, he can make his own decision. I think it's almost mm. like mm. Gunter is like, yes, I make the final decision, but if you want to go and do this because you think it's good for Imperium, I'll allow mm. that, you know. And I quite like that little, that, that kind of dynamic that, yes, he does mm. serve Gunther, if that's the right phrase, but he's getting his own little chance to shine as well. Because he's mm. very good. For a second there, I thought you were uh, when you were going down the Star Wars references. I thought you were going to say that uh, Kaiser was uh, Luke and uh, Maxine Dupree was Leia. That's where I thought you were going. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that would be. <laughs> um, well, Maxine is uh, shown to be being able to do it herself. She doesn't need Ludwig Kaiser, but I don't know if this is just a ruse or if she will join them. I kind of hope. That she doesn't, but what do we think of that? Do we think Maxine is um made a mind up now? Is that just yeah. sticking with Alpha Academy? I, I hope so, because I hope we're gonna get the outcome that we slash Jay spoke about on the last podcast, Ivy Nile to Imperium. Now you've said it, <laughs> it has it, I'd, it, I'd it like just to has it. to be. It just has to be. Mm-hmm. If they're gonna bring a female into Imperium, it has to be Ivy Nile. And I don't think now, obviously, she came in as a heel, didn't she, Maxine Dupree? But I don't think she is a, a, enough of an enforcer or look no. like an enforcer yeah. to to be in the uh, in Imperium. I guess uh, agreed. Mm, no, she doesn't look like someone who I'd go. Oh, yeah, she was definitely fits in that mold of character. Um, obviously, Ludwig. Advanced to her, she'd said no, and it looks like he's gonna not get what he wants with her. But that could also distract the Alpha Academy by you know, he could um still try to advance to her on Raw and Chad's distracted and Gunter takes advantage. Not that he needs to do that, of course, because he is Gunter and he he can handle Chad himself. Um, but Johnny, what do you think about tonight? I believe is the IC title match. Are we going to see a title change? I think I know your answer, but <laughs> unfortunately, not. I don't think we are. Um, what is he like? A f- not a, like a couple of weeks away now, isn't he? That's Two yes. and a half weeks, is he something like that? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's really harsh if they take it off him now. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So, um, I, again... I, w- I would say sorry, Johnny. The o- the only way 
Gunther loses his title before he breaks the record is if, uh, and this will kind of lead on to a match we're going to talk about um, a little bit later, and it will probably kind of give away my my thought of where the match is going to go. But if there was any uh, outside wrestling controversy that he may have put himself in, that WWE then just go, nah, okay, your punishment for this is we're, we're taking the title off you. Um, mm. But Gunther doesn't strike me as the sort of person that's going to cause any backstage problems or cause any external WWE problems for him to to need to be sort of punished, air quotes, yeah. um, mm. for anything. Mm. So I, I can't see it. I mean, no, I mean, obviously, you know, I'd love to see it, but I also can accept that it won't happen because I'd also want that record to be broken first, um, which if that super show in India is after the streak ends, then I would be like, okay, maybe Chad can do it. But right now, like, just give it three weeks <laughs> and then come back in three weeks and do it then. <laughs> so that, that super show is not televised, is it? I don't, think. I don't believe so. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. Speaking of the Super Show, though, we've been it's been revealed that John Cena is going to be fighting at that show. Um, obviously, you know he's a huge fan base in all of the world, but in India in particular, I know that they love John Cena, so that is uh, really cool for them. Watch him come out yeah. on the next SmackDown with uh, both of Roman's belts because he's beaten Roman <laughs> in the, in the <laughs> Super Chariot. <Charity. laughs> yeah, it's going to be a very good. Time for the city of India. I believe that show's only got like four thousand, five thousand capacity. So, wow, yeah, it's a very small arena, but still, as I say, there's a massive fan base in India, so it'll be good for them. I mentioned before, Jinder could fight for the world title, um, and I'd have what they're called, uh, the Indian tag team with Jinder Mahal, Indusha win the Indusha. tag team titles. Indusha, mm. oh, yeah. You've got to think that they'll have to do something fairly big. Will we? Will we see a great Kali return? That yeah. no, that nowhere outside of India would want to see, but <laughs> it would, you know. Unless, um, unless they give uh, Cena to Jinder, and they let, uh, and then he puts Jinder over in India, that that'd be quite cool, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. that would be really cool see that and i think you know again cena doesn't need to win in the wwe show now so he would do that for them even though they all know that he's jinder mahal's not actually indian they know that <laughs> um, so also we have just one quick thing is the new day turning heel because i'm seeing the way they acted on raw is that a sign of them turning heel i think it would be interesting if they did because it would be a new, you know, another sort of change, another incarnation of the New Day. But how are they going to do it in the sense of when... Because they were never supposed to be as over and as a face as what they are. As what They are. They were supposed to be these kind of, you know, shit-eating parody of, like, you know happy clappy people and it got really really over so are they gonna ditch all of that or are they gonna like how how are they gonna how are they gonna go about if they did go go as heels would be would be my only question 
What do we think, Johnny? Do you think um because again this seemed acting like I don't know, they were they weren't the happy, like throwing pancakes selves. They seemed a bit like, Oh yeah, th- these guys are coming after the belts that we should have, essentially, is what it sounded like. I think yeah, I can kind of see it. I think the same with the street profits actually. If they if they all these guys are turning hill, ni- neither team can keep the music they've got. No. It just doesn't it doesn't work. Yeah. It's a new day. <laughs> the, the, the the best way, the easiest way for the new day to turn heel actually wouldn't be as a wouldn't be as a tag. Well, let me get this right. It would be as a tag team, but only if all three of them were fit to compete. And what I mean by that is have I would say Big E and one of the others turn on the other. That's the mm. only way I could I I could see it. I would I would yeah. probably say Big E and Kofi turn on Xavier. See, I'd probably. say Big, I'd say Big E and Woods turn on Kofi. Either, I, I think either, way, I, but I think it has to be Big E and one of the others because I just don't. They're not. It doesn't I make think, sense. I think Xavier Woods should turn heel. <laughs> I think he'd be a very good heel. Yeah. But I just I I just don't see that yeah, I don't see it working as Woods and Zay uh Woods and Kofi turning on Big E. I don't think that works. Mm. I think it makes more I, I, I just I just think Xavier Woods, like both of them have won the world title. He hasn't. Yeah. You know, and he's always been blowing a trombone and dancing around on ringside like an idiot for the two of them. But he's yeah. never really got that title opportunity. And I feel like if you're gonna turn anyone heel Xavier Woods, I mean, he's got a reason to be not happy. Yeah. Also, as well, I just, I, yeah, I, and to further that as well, Big E gets injured, Kofi gets injured, and Xavier Woods is fine, but he's just taken off TV. Yeah. We just don't mm-hmm. see Xavier Woods until one of them is fit and ready to come back. I think he had maybe one match with Dominic Mysterio whilst, um, whilst yeah. Kofi was injured. Mm. That was it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But it could happen. I honestly can't even remember. <laughs> uh, we've got two more little segments. Well, there's actually three. We've got one more as well. We've got Shinsuke, of course, with Seth Rollins. And Shinsuke doesn't really explain why he did what he did, apart from he wants to fight Rollins. And that's pretty much what I have to do now to be a heel. Just, like, kick someone and go, I want your belt. And wear a suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And wear a suit. Yes. Unless you're Cody Rhodes. Unless you're Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, yeah. yes. And baby faces don't exist in his universe. Um, so what did uh Shinsuke say to Seth Rollins? To let's go to you this time. What did Shinsuke say to Seth Rollins? I think, I think he said something, I don't know, I think he said something personal because I mm-hmm. Rollins looked, and obviously, Rollins is a fantastic actor and stuff like that. He looked like really shook when when Shinsuke said something. Mm. Uh, has, uh, uh, Jay, you're much more of a Seth enthusiast and historian than I am, but has Seth ever ever beaten Shin? Now you're asking. J- just because um, I'm, I'm wondering, could that be the thing of, you know, you've have, never have beaten Have they ever had a match? I don't think they've had a match, have they? I don't know, but that's what, that's what I'm may, thinking. May, uh... Just thinking, like, could that be what he said? Like, you've never beaten me. No, because <laughs> or can I feel you like, beat me? 
I feel like they've always, I don't think they have had a match. I feel like they've always been on the same sort of train as been heels at the same time, face yeah. at the same time. I don't know if they've, if they've ever, um, before, uh, actually had a match. Yeah. We, we could do a cool little segment here, actually, because that question you just asked, what did he whisper? I actually asked this question to TikTok today and I've ah. got quite a few, uh, quite a few answers if you guys want to hear them. Yeah. Oh, go on then. Yeah. So I asked, "What did Shinsuke Nakamura whisper to Seth Rollins?" Because obviously we'll find out tonight. Um, I'm bringing Kai and Tai. You bring the shield. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me in. Uh, can't believe Edge is going to all in. Um, uh, they were singing my song before yours. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, either, this is a two-parter, either you can't beat Roman or the crowds have been singing my song way before yours. Um, I'm taking the boots. <laughs> uh, remember what I did to AJ. I hope you've had all the kids you want. <laughs> uh, she's my wife now. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, you look fat in them pants. <laughs> uh and the uh oh, where did that there were two more i just saw where did they go uh oh there was one more sorry which was stop wearing your wife's clothes <laughs> um, i, I would agree with that one Shinsuke. <laughs> i don't know what he said to him he said you can get those boots in primark <laughs> so shout out to everyone actually who uh, did answer that question yeah um it's good to have the interaction we like it we love it and uh i, I, I just feel like it's going to be something gener generic it's going to be like you know i come i come for you or something like that like, yeah no. just nothing like spectacular i'd like it to be something like crazy and especially with Rollins' reaction it has to be we've got to try and find something creative to say yeah i feel like if it was which is it is a good one but if it was they were singing my song before yours i think he probably would have laughed at that he would have done yeah. his like maniacal yeah. laugh yeah. um yeah, yeah. You, i mean he could even um yeah again and as this almost goes back on everything that i said i think in the last podcast about you know, where they bring in partners, wives, girlfriends, etc., etc. But if he said the next one's for Becky, and then we have the next like three or four weeks where Shin looks like he's gonna Kinshasa Becky. Mm -hmm. Just to just to like, I'm not saying that he he should actually do it, but just that, you know, them two thousand nine Randy Orton vibes where yeah. he was just getting everybody. I think would really would could work maybe. I think there could be like go a Japanese strong style match or something like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like you know, not a fight pit because obviously he doesn't have the history of UFC fighting, but something like that where it's like he's telling them what the match stipulation is and it's one he's never had before, and maybe they just have a a much harder hitting match like very similar to what he would have done in Japan or something like that. Yeah. I feel like it was probably a, probably a stipulation. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, I feel like a stipulation would make sense. And obviously it's, it must be one that he's not done before or he doesn't like because, again, the reaction was uh, quite uh, like, oh, my God, you say what? You know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Maybe he said, do you think your baby looks a little bit Asian? So you think oh, you know? You think you know me? That's what yeah. he said. Yeah. <laughs> so you think you know me? I'm the real baby daddy. <laughs> so we had a segment which uh, was a bit like, oh, we had so much potential, and you've kind of got excited and stopped it already. So Chelsea Green doing the Chelsea's Got Talent. It was a big thing this week. We were talking about tag team partners, and then ambushed by uh, Piper Niven is the t- uh, NXT former NXT Tag Team Champions, Caden Carter and Katana Chance. She then just whips that belt from Chelsea and goes, I'm your partner now. And she's like, well, I'll take your details. Like, no, I'm your partner now. And she's like, "Uh, okay. And I I like that dynamic, but like, they've just started this and they've already got rid of it. See, I I knew knew you'd be like a little bit on the (laughs) fence about it, but I loved every second of it. I thought it was just so like... Just that bit where she was like, "Oh no, I'll take no, 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 no. I, I'm not giving you an option. I'm, <laughs> I'm your partner now, and, yeah. I, and that, that's the Piper Niven we need. That's the Piper Niven that was on NXT UK and absolutely tore through people. That's the one we need to see. Well, oh, that yeah. side of Chelsea there, I thought was good when she was like, um, yeah, okay, you know, <laughs> Just, it's going to be like basically, look." You're going to do what I say, right? I'll make sure we don't lose these belts, but you just have to listen to me, you yeah. know. And I do like that. I just, I thought they could have waited a week or two, but maybe, yeah, I guess maybe yeah. they, they they could have done. But I suppose the issue is, how long do you leave it before, like, because I guess that we know what the what the wrestling universe is like. If say in a month's time, Piper Niven did that the first thing the IWC would say was, well, why did Piper Niven not just do that a month ago? So mm. so it's, it's a bit of a lose-lose situation either either way. Yeah, isn't true. It? You know. What do we think, Johnny? Um, obviously, I love Chelsea. And they they had to they had to get someone to fill in, I guess. So so why not Piper? Um because now all I can see happening is them defending the titles and Chelsea just standing there and looking pretty and Piper taking care of business um, and keeping the titles on them. Not that Chelsea can't do that because she can absolutely do that by herself. Um, Mm. But I I would have liked to see the Chelsea's got talent, like her get herself a panel together, have our truth on the panel, like do like have some buzzers and stuff. Um, Like I guess like Britain's got talent or America's got talent and, uh, actually hold auditions and see different people coming in trying to get the role of a tag team champion i suppose the the what the way they could have gone about it i guess was put all that together but actually have it because in a way that they could have showcased more women would have had yeah chelsea r-truth and someone else sat at ringside with their buzzers and then just have lots of women's matches and then when they yeah. start then they just like start pushing the buzzer and stuff like that and then i guess maybe that's when you know a few weeks in you have piper niven versus someone and then halfway through the match they all start pushing the buzzers and piper just drops whoever she's in the ring with goes outside and picks up the belt and goes then goes down the hole i'm just going to be your partner 
mm-hmm. sort, sort of route, I suppose. I guess that would have been a way to showcase some more some more women's wrestlers because outside of about five, we don't really see that that many uh, shows, yeah. really. I'm just trying to think who the other person on the panel could have been. I guess actually Sonia could have been the other person on the panel because she's not got a wrestle, has she? And she could have been like, right, I'm going to be here because you need to find a suitable replacement for me until I'm back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yes. it could have been yeah. our, our truth, Chelsea Green and Sonia Deville every week. For mm-hmm. however uh, they could do it, and they could just keep doing it and never find a suitable do, replacement. Do, do it until Deville is back. Yeah, and exactly do it until Deville yeah. Deville is yeah. back. That they could just keep having Deville push her button and be like, no, they're not good enough. No, and then I'm, <laughs> no, not for me. No. I'm pretty sure by then they would be the uh, longest reigning women's <laughs> tag team champions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how long the longest reign would be. I mean, it mustn't be very long. Um, even I'm not sure on that one. But Sasha Banks and Bailey, maybe. Uh, maybe yes. So I was um, thinking. Hmm. Because it um, is, it does feel like everyone in that women's division held them once, and then again, an injury seems to be the reason why they lose them most of the time. Which is why I've always like, uh, said I'm not so sure about this. According to Google, it was Oscar and Kyrie Zane at 172 days. Right, it was the okay. longest reign. That makes sense. So though, like yeah. six months, then that's you know decent enough. Yeah. Uh, the longest combined reign. Is was Jackson Baszler. All right, mm-hmm. but then the longest combined reign, or the individually, Baszler has the longest combined reign because I guess she's won them, won them obviously with uh, Ronda and stuff as well. But there you go. Okay. Why, why don't why do I not remember like Jackson Baszler's run that well? Because all they all they did was put um lana through tables that was then that was essentially what about six weeks no yeah. it was more than six weeks it was more like 10 yeah. wasn't it lana and, went through that announce table every week and then what happened was Shayna baszler turned on nia jacks and then what happened when she got a new tag team partner in ronda rousey was yeah. she turned on ronda people need uh, to stop teaming yeah. up with, with Shayna baszler <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they also, Nia Jackson and Shane apparently had a team name. I only know this because I did a small call quiz a few weeks ago and it had this team name and then it had in brackets Shane and Nia Jackson. Like, I don't remember them having a team name. What was their team name? I, I can't remember now, but I just remember like that. that name, just... They never had a team name. I'm not having that. Like, just like, no. I have to go back and see. Uh... Yeah, I have to. What that was <laughs> the tough two? <laughs> the irresistible magicians See, or something i don't like what i'm, what sta- I'm starting to wonder if someone if someone made that up because i'm going on their website and it just said it just has the, the two names says no um <laughs> so somebody might have just put made that up um but thought oh this sounds good let's call them that <laughs> um but yeah if i find it i will let you know but I, i'm yeah, almost certain i saw that there was some team name created for the two of them um <laughs> Anyway, yes, yeah, so that's the women's tag team titles. Maya Jax, since she's on that subject, is going to be coming back soon. She, um, um, she, she looks phenomenal, by the way. She I looks saw, in great shape, yeah. I saw a photo a couple like, last week or something on, on Twitter, and she does look in, in fantastic shape. Um, you know, I, yeah. whether I'd be massively excited to see her back, I don't, 
I don't know, but you know, fair play to her. I mean, I've always been um, I quite like her. I met her at WrestleCon last year, and she's a nice, she's a nice lady. Um, and like, I've never had this dislike for her that other people have. I think she's okay. But uh, I am happy to. I'd be happy to see her back personally. I, I think she's so, she's yeah. at times been a bit of a victim of circumstance. Um, yeah. You know, I know that there's there was lots of calls with her botching and and stuff like that. But I don't yeah. think I don't think all of them that she was involved in were all her. But I think it's very easy once you've got a reputation or a perceived mm. reputation for it just to be blamed on you anyway. Mm. Yes, yeah. and I think as well with the, her views on certain. Political yeah. subjects that I don't want to get into that caused her to get a lot of uh, stick backstage. Yeah. And um, Lacey Evans is another one who I know she was released this week. Um, she was uh, getting a lot of heat backstage for stuff a few years as well. So it seems to be um, if you don't, if you speak your mind in wrestling, you're going to get in trouble. So it's best just to yeah. keep your opinions to yourself on things, I think. Um, but the main event of the night. Stop the pain, lads. Like Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus, no contest. Cage match at, at payback. Like, can this be the end, please? It has to. It has, has to, to be. be. It, it has to be. <laughs> this this almost feels like what WWE have done is they've got they've built it up really well, and then they've gone, ah, oh, yeah, you know, time constraints, etc. We can't put that on at SummerSlam. But we'll use the excuse that it will be in Toronto or will be in Canada, so that'll be for Trish. Then they've looked at the backlash that they've got from that and gone, "Oh shit, maybe we should put this on a pay per view." How can we get out of this? Oh, we'll just do a no. We'll just do a double count out disqualification or whatever, and then just roll it on to payback. That feels like what they've done. But I also actually would say, "Can this be the end of it?" But I don't feel like it will be the end of it because it's a steel cage, isn't it? So. Zoe Stark's yeah, going to get yeah. inside there, and then Adam Pierce is going to come out and go, Aha, I know what we'll do. We'll put a roof on it in Saudi. <laughs> we'll have a hell in a cell match in Saudi Arabia. Or or Lita will come out to to take out Zoe Stark, and then at Saudi, we'll see Becky and Lita against Trish and Zoe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I suppose is a different match, but. You know, I just feel like Trish probably isn't going to do it for that much longer, and Becky needs to find her way back to the main event picture, um, so we can get around to seeing uh, Becca versus Rhea because that'd be a good match. Yeah, agreed. Mm -hmm. Rhea yeah. will win, but that'll be a good match. <laughs> well, of course, she will. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um. And that's pretty much your recap. Now, SmackDown, as I say, we have the AW uh, predictions coming as well. We're going to just condense uh, SmackDown slightly. Um, but one of the first talking points was the United States Championship number one, number one contenders match, which started off with the Grayson Waller effect. And then we had LA Knight against Austin Theory. Um, and the winner faces Rey Mysterio. Now, being an LA night mark, I actually kind of saw this coming. I was like, well, he's got something going on with the Miz. So why would he win this now? 
So it made sense to me that this happened. Austin Theory, I don't think, is uh, quite what they wanted recently. He's got a lot to prove, I think. Uh, could this be... I know he's only 26, but is this one of the last chances that he's got before they just give up on him? Because, yes, he needs that rematch, but what what is what's he offering at the moment? Yeah, I th- I think so. I feel like yeah. he's got to he's got to get towards the the main event world title picture. He's got to make that mm. happen for him. Um, it can be done at a young age. Randy Orton's proved that. Um, mm. I feel like yeah, he's he's got to get there. He's dropped the United States Championship now. He needs to lose to Ray, which I think he probably will. Um, yeah, I, I I feel like Theory's got to get there, and he's got to get there quite quickly as well to to stay afloat in in a where in a in a pool of quite a lot of talent on SmackDown actually. Um, there's a lot of good faces, good names on there, but I just feel like with LA Knight as well, if there's if they're gonna they keep dangling that carrot, and if they're gonna dangle it one more time and then take it away from us, who's gonna be the person that can pull that off and take that? take that heat it's the Miz isn't it so oh yeah mm. he can he can do it every single time so um but I'm really looking forward to the inevitable match between LA Knight and the Miz actually yes I, I do think because I've seen a lot on on social media where they're like what needs to happen is um theory needs to go away and he needs to you know blah 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 all this stuff I actually think the opposite and the reason I think the opposite is because I think if Theory goes away for two months, I think at the moment he's very forgettable. And I, ju- I don't, I, I think he would, if he went away, he would struggle to make an impact when he comes back. I think he needs to be on our screen at, at weekly as, as we're seeing him, mm-hmm. to be honest. But I, I agree, I don't think he'll beat Ray and he shouldn't. Which is, is quite sad though as well because for, for him because... I know we say that his United States Championship reign was forgettable and he only did two notable things in that, but he has beaten John Cena. He mm. has beaten Edge. He has beaten Sheamus. He has beaten Rey Mysterio. That's four world champions right there. Yeah. He has beaten mm-hmm. Seth Rollins. He has beaten Bobby Lane. Yeah. There's a, yeah. a, a lot he has done. Yeah, and he's, he's very good. He's proven that he does have the talent. I just... It's just a shame that he hasn't been able to show that properly. And people criticize Vincent Mann's booking, but Austin Theory's best gimmick was that selfie taking prick that people hated because he was better than everybody else. And people hated the fact they knew this, that he was better than everyone. And now he's just turned into that generic heel that's not your belt, that's mine. You're going to come down here now and sign this match because I've told you to. Very heel promo 101, and it doesn't feel like there's any character there. Mm. And yeah. you can tell Triple H is writing this because that's exactly what he would say. Yeah, um, he's lost all character since Vince let since he lost that side with Vince. Since yeah. he stole Vince's golden egg. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I um, will just say I, that I want Sorry. to like him though, but yeah, go on. I was all I was going to say is I will say though that somersault, somersault through the ropes, and the, the, then the elevation he gets up really quickly for that drop kick—that's so impressive. 
Hmm. I can't yes. imagine that that's easy to do at he's, all. He's got all the tools. He just needs to put them all together at once. That's that's mm-hmm. the thing. And I think that's where WWE, I mean, I'd say pro wrestling really in, in whole is really cutthroat because if he doesn't put all that together soon, there will be five other people ahead of him before he can even blink. Like that's yes. that's the issue. Mm. What will happen yeah. is that he'll go down and then he'll go back to NXT and then Bron Breaker will come up and he's the most generic person I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But but Bron yeah, Breaker well, will, is... will get teamed up with Paul Heyman. There is someone on all in this week who I think is more generic than Bron Breaker, and we'll get to him as well. Is it, um, is it Woodley? <laughs> of course it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but we've also got, uh, I know that we talk about the women's segment here, and there isn't much to talk about really, but I will bring it up. It's the new women's champion, and it's almost as if WWE went for the shock factor and didn't have anything planned for Eosky because she's come out and she's on the losing team. I know she didn't get the pin. She's still on the losing team. And that's not how you treat a champion. And it wouldn't happen if the champion was Bianca or Charlotte. We know this. And they're becoming an unbeatable tag team in the women's division. So they'll probably end up giving them a shot at the belts, actually, um, yeah. at some point at this rate. You know, this whole can they coexist kind of business, which we mentioned, we hate that here. Um, but why why like why do this to your champion <laughs> because she's not charlotte flair or bianca bella that that's mm. the reason that that is the reason yes and there's uh, yeah you know i just feel like as well the inevitable outcome and also uh do eo and bailey both have like really short-term memory does bailey does eo not remember that bailey threw her off the ladder and does Bailey not remember that EO chained her to Becky Lynch so she could climb above her? The inevitable feud is Bailey versus EO and Charlotte being world champion. So can't we just have the fatal four way between Charlotte, Bianca Belair, Oscar, and EO? Bailey inadvertently cost EO the title for Charlotte to pick up and win and get her 15th reign. And then we can start the feud between EO and Bailey. And it will EO and Bailey end in a Dakota Kai on a pole match because she'd like, is that what's going to happen? They get custody of Dakota Kai. <laughs> custody of Dakota Kai. That would be, that would be phenomenal. Um, it's nice to see Dakota back on TV. And I noticed again that she can't do anything because she's injured. Um, but they're making use of her somehow by having her at least appear. Well, yeah. you have seen that she's not doing anything. Physically, and that's you know that's fine because I don't think she was meant to be back for a few more months. So yeah. it is good that she's still there. Um, and I, you know, I did say before I'm not really sure what her character is. I still don't, but I don't know why. I watched um, one of her live streams talking about you know attending SummerSlam and how much of a rush it was for it to get there and stuff. I've become a fan of Dakota Kai. Um, again, I haven't seen. The character is still something I'm not sure of, but yeah, she's she's all right. Like you know, she's fine. The 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 best version of Dakota Kai was in NXT with Raquel Rodriguez. That that mm. was the best version of Dakota Kai. But I think I, we'd struggle but, to get that now because it worked with the chicken shit heel with the big enforcer. 
Like you haven't got that necessarily with damage control. I actually saw a clip of her on and uh, on uh, on TikTok the other day of her in a match with Candice LeRae, and she absolutely sends Candice LeRae into the steel steps, like proper <laughs> sends her, and it's it just looks so cool. Was that the match where was there a was she in the War Games match where she was like in the trash can, spun it around with her in it? I don't know. I only saw this one clip for about 10 seconds, <laughs> and it was literally uh, captioned like Dakota Kai sends Candace Lorraine to the step, but she <laughs> absolutely sent her. She went yeah. flying. It was, yeah. yeah, it was great. Um, Stu, briefly, uh, who is the guy on the phone that Paul Heyman can't talk about? It, do, you know where, do you know where I'm worryingly think it could be? What's that? Brock. Mm. Could it be Brock? Who, who I'm just I'm just thinking who else if if we're going down the kind of um you know realism if air quote when you talk about professional wrestling, who else is gonna have Paul Heyman's number like that? Mm. Yeah, I mean I think my obvious choice and he kind of revealed that he shouldn't have that he was going to be involved as a special guest referee. Yeah. I'm guessing, I mean, I'm guessing Rikishi, and it's like he's finally getting himself involved in the storyline here. Um, he needs to, because again, like, where else can you go with this? Like, yeah. the two brothers hate each other, so it's time for the father to interfere, surely. Um, at, at some point, it reminds me a lot of Dave Meltzer, by the way. You know, it reminds me a lot of Dave Meltzer, where he's like, I can't reveal my source. Yeah. Because like, you don't yeah. have one. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think for, for storyline purposes it makes complete sense to be to be Rikishi. Um it's just I always have that worry when Paul Heyman gets a phone call that it's gonna be Brock Lesnar. Because <laughs> why wouldn't it be Brock Lesnar? Danny, would you uh agree on it being Brock Lesnar perhaps or what do you think? Uh, I think it's Eric Bischoff. No, I don't. Uh, I think it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's Rikishi. Uh, I feel like yeah. it has to be. Um, I, Brock hadn't actually crossed my mind, uh, and it probably should have done because that's not a bad outside shout, but it's not really an outside shout. Um, yeah, it, it, that's, yeah, that's what I mean. It's not. It makes no sense in this storyline whatsoever. But makes absolute sense yeah. at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's probably Rikishi. Yeah, and I hope that he appears next week on SmackDown potentially. Just get him out there. Let him have what he has to say. And, it, you know, at some point he's going to appear, just bring him out, just do it, because we're running out of content for the bloodline at the moment, I feel. Um, and, uh, Johnny, of course, uh, the big match of the night, and I know you've got a bit to say about this. So the main event, it's Edge against Sheamus. Edge's last match of his contract, it doesn't say that he's retiring, but, of course, he said he wanted to retire in Toronto. Um, but... They would have said that, and they didn't. They said he was, uh, of course, having his expiring of his contract. Very good match. No Seamus heel turn, which I kind of thought was going to happen. But uh, let me fire away on this one, Johnny. Go ahead. What do you What do you think? Well, if you believe everything you read online, kids, then Edge has retired. Um, no, he hasn't. <laughs> I actually did see though um, that that was that was. So he's booked. He's come out and said this himself. Actually, said in his contract, he has like xyz amount of matches that he has to wrestle per year whether that's four six eight twelve i don't know um 
that was the last match in his contract, but his con his contract itself doesn't actually end until September. So he's got a few weeks left on that contract. So that means um, he can't appear at all in. Exactly. We so can debunk that debunked. right now. Number mm -hmm. one, debunked. Number two, debunked. No, he didn't say when SmackDown went off air that he was going to retire. Uh, he said that that was the last time that Toronto, he would wrestle in front of Toronto. He did say that. Debunked, not retiring. But that means he's probably got three, six, nine months left uh, if he is going to sign another contract. I can't see why, if it's in September, he doesn't sign one another one to take him until the Raw after or the SmackDown after Mania 40. You absolutely know who he's losing to in his retirement match at Mania, though, don't you? Go for it. Hit me with it. The, the, there, there is if it if it's not going to be Cena and it's not going to be Orton, you know who is beating Edge in his retirement match. It's it's going to be Dom. It will be Dom. Dom <laughs> Dom will be Edge. I'm t I'm telling you, Dom will be Edge. If he's not going to retire oh. Ray, he will retire Edge. See, I think the perfect outcome is for not not winning the Royal Rumble, but for Edge to find himself in a world title match at Mania 40. Doesn't matter who it is. Mm. I'm not worried about who it's against. It could be against anyone. And he wins the title. And, and gets, and gets cashed in by Dom. <laughs> he wins the title. Money in the bank wouldn't have been by then. Unless Priest is going to just hand his briefcase to Dom. Um, and he retires a champion like he deserves to. Mm. The, the yeah, only, I would love that. Ben. The only issue with that and I know we're slightly going off on tangent because we're pro wrestling fans. If that is the way they're going to go, we know we're going to get Cody Roman at Mania 40. That's pretty much, I would pretty much bet most, most things on that. Mm -hmm. I also think we're going to see the eventual rise and coronation of Gunther as the world heavyweight champion. So does Edge beat Gunther? Which does then that derail Gunther? If I he think... wins the Rumble to then get to a World Heavyweight Championship match, does that? That's that would be my. I I have no issue with Edge going out as champion because he fully, fully deserves it. But I just don't know how they with who else I think deserves to be up there. I don't know I... how we go about it. Yeah, I don't. Because if Seth wants to be at Mania. He needs to have this surgery like yesterday, otherwise he's not going to be there. So I now don't know if he's holding off until Mania. Does I don't want to see Cody win the Rumble twice. No. Um, I don't feel like Gunther needs the Rumble to get a world title match. I feel like he could almost just get one. So do, can Gunther wait until after WrestleMania? What? Unless could he could he hold his title until WrestleMania? Well, his IC title. I was thinking actually the way you've just said with Edge retiring as champion means they could then do a world title tournament. Exactly. Could, 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 could then win that world title yeah. tournament. Yeah, mm -hmm. go for that. Yeah. yeah, don't listen to me. I know nothing. Edge. Go for that. Co so Cody wins the rumble. We don't want to see it happen, but it happens. No, no Cody, Cody doesn't win the rumble. Cody. <laughs> Either Cody for this to happen, either Cody or Edge has got to win the Rumble. Is Edge going to win it for a third time? 
I'd rather Edge wins it for a third time than Cody wins it for a second time. And I'm a Cody mark, apparently. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I, I think if Cody wins the Rumble for a second time, the fans turn very quickly. Yes. The thing about with the whole Gunter thing winning the Royal Rumble for me, it's like, okay, well, if Gunter comes in any higher than number one, he should win. Because well, he's already yeah. proven, well, I can go the distance. I was tired. I mean, because he, he was shattered, right? Yeah. So if he comes in at number seven, like, this is Gunter, who's pretty much fully fit when it comes to the final four. Like, <laughs> he yeah. should be winning it. Like, if he doesn't win it this time, like, whenever he's at the Royal Rumble next, he should be winning it. Yeah. I think. But it's going to make um, our Rumble predictions th- very sure. Very difficult to course, do. Because, you know, who I'd, pick, uh, who I'd pick to win the Royal Rumble match, and, uh, well... If he wins that and gets drafted to Raw, then wins the world title. That's what I want to see. But, um, you know, LA Knight becomes world champion at WrestleMania. That'll be uh, me retiring from attending WrestleMania after that. Uh, it'll never top that. Well, I mean, but, 2023 Rumble, I said that Seth and Shayna were going to win. So what do I know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so actually, listen to what I say, because I was right on both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know who I said for the women's one now, but I, I said Liv, Cody, didn't but... you? I think. I think you said Liv. Oh no, yes, I, I, yeah. I thought you said Raquel. Uh, I think I said Raquel Rodriguez. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm probably a year out. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's probably going to be the next. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I remember Liv was like, I would have believed Liv could have won it though, because again, she came out second. Yeah, we have technical issues there, lads. Um, but, Stu, um, so that's pretty much all I've got for SmackDown, but did you think it was just like me, where I thought it was quite predictable? Yeah, it, 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 was, a, it was a very predictable, very predictable show. Um, it almost felt a little bit like um, when, I, so when I watched uh, last week's NXT that was essentially a filler show for um heatwave it felt a little bit like a, a filler show for smackdown but i don't really know what it was a filler mm. show t- towards we're still a few weeks away from payback so i don't know you know if if next if uh yeah if friday the first um smackdown was like smackdown just gone i would totally get it because it just felt a very a very fillery episode but yeah, it, you know, it wasn't awful. It was just, like you say, very, very predictable and kind of plodded along until the main event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was just, it just felt like a predictable show. And I've said before, predictable isn't always bad, but like this one, it was just no surprises whatsoever. And it just a little twist every now and again would be all right. Yeah. Mm. You know? I agree. Um. But as I say, WWE this week wasn't the most must-see TV by any stretch, but we'll get on to a show now, which we are attending this weekend. We promised we'd do predictions, and I know it's been an hour in the podcast, but here we are, and uh, we are doing All In 2023 this year. Now, All Out, I believe, isn't much longer after this. It's a couple so, of weeks after, I think. Yeah, so I mean, maybe, I, I just hope this isn't like a glorified house show, I really do. I hope there is title changes and there's a lot of drama. They've built this up so much, there's got to be something historical happens at this show, because like they've, you know, talked about this so much. 
Now, there could be a history-making moment of a man wins two belts in one night, and I hope to God he does. It's Adam Cole. And the opening match is the one in the dark match, zero hour. It's NGF and Adam Cole against the Aussie Open, Mark Davis and Kyle Fletcher for the Ring of Honor tag team titles, two belts that Adam Cole has never won before. So, obviously, the main event is these tag partners against each other. But uh, do we see them starting off the night strong and winning these belts? As much as I'd love it, I don't think so. I, okay. I think it just sets up very nicely if there's some miscommunication or something to to sow the seeds for for later on. Um, I'd love I'd love Cole and MJF to do it because I I'm a love Adam Cole and I'm a fan of MJF as well. But I, I think it makes the most sense for um, for them to lose this match. I also mm-hmm. don't think it'll be a very long match. They have to be careful not to get injured as well. That, that's what I mean. I think you're you're very brave to have your two main event competitors go thirty plus minutes in a pre-show. Do you know what I mean? I think that's yeah, that, that's very risky. Johnny, what do you think? I think they do win them. I think they do win them, and then we get a turn in the main event, and we'll get on to who I think is going to win the main event. But we'll get a to a turn in the main event and then they're stuck with these tag team championships mm-hmm. even though they one of them has has turned. Yeah. But yeah, I think they I, win them. I think and MGF and Adam Cole win these as well. And part of me feels like if they didn't win and the world champion got pinned in this match, for example, let's say Kyle Fletcher pins MGF. And MGF wins the keep wins the belt later that night, wins the title, like win retains his belt. Then someone like Kyle Fletcher can be like, Well, I've literally pinned the world champion, so I deserve a title shot. You know? And I think that opens another uh, chapter in this story, which I don't think they need to open. Yeah. But also open, no pun intended. Um <laughs> I I think that the tag team titles do change hands though, because I just think that would be I mean a, I don't really have a reason for it. I just think that's should how they do it because again, I love Adam Cole and MGF, so <laughs> do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll move on to a match that uh, a lot of people think of me as being a hater of these guys, and um, I am going to surprise a lot of people when I say my prediction for this. But FTR against the Young Bucks for the AW World Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. I think the Young Bucks are winning this. The Young Bucks weren't winning this up until about 72 hours ago. Do we think that's going to... Do you really think that's affected it that much, yeah? Yeah. And that's what I was okay. talking about earlier with Gunther. Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think FTR were, were going over up until about 72 hours ago. Right. Um, but I, I also... I think I think the Bucks win this. Um, I mean, there was always, always a chance that the Bucks were going to win anyway because they are EVPs and they do love themselves and, you know, book book themselves to, to win a, win the tag titles. Um, But yeah, I I don't like them. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) I do. I do like the young Bucks and I actually, it's really difficult because I really love FTR as well. I think FTR are so old school tag team and I, I love it. I love FTR. 
Um, but yeah, I, I I think the Bucks win this. Johnny, um, I think the Bucks win as well. I think they were always going to win, and I think that FTR were were told this information, and a certain someone did a certain something to try and get FTR out of having to to be in that match. Potentially, I don't know. I could I could just be spouting shit, but um, yeah, I, I think the Bucks go over here. And can I mean, clip, can we clip that as the uh, as the title of this episode? <laughs> I could be spouting shit. <laughs> maybe that maybe that's the name of the episode. I could be spouting shit. Um, you should you should but, definitely be a wrestling journalist, Johnny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm not a massive fan of the Bucks, but you could you could argue they do deserve this as well. Where it is everything they've they've done for to to help AEW get to what it is mm-hmm. um they they probably do deserve to win them here so uh, yeah i'm gonna say the young ones do you know it's people i think forget that this company's named after them as well so if they left all elite wrestling it wouldn't make sense because that mm-hmm. means that none of the elite are actually there um and that just sort of occurred to me that like they're literally called the elite and this is called all elite wrestling yeah so it kind of you know, made it obvious they were doing this for themselves. Now, you know, they have a huge fan base, so there's something that they're doing right. I just don't see it. But as I say, I said they're going to win. So there we go. The Young Bucks, Johnny Goldsmith has said the Young Bucks are going to win the tag team titles. So just remember that. Um, <laughs> never say that again. So, so this uh, year we have seen Johnny Goldsmith sing to Seth Rollins' theme tune and say that the Young Bucks are going to win the tag titles. I've not seen it. You've seen it. I've not seen it. <laughs> and I can, uh, Stu can, uh, unfortunately didn't film it, so you just going to have to accept that he's... I just have he's... to close my, close my eyes and imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now we move on to the Fatal Foley match for the AW Women's World title. Now, of course, if this was WWE booking, the uh, hometown favourite would definitely probably eat the pin. But it's AW, and you know someone who was told they wouldn't wrestle again is now wrestling in the main. Well, I mean, I guess to consider it one of the main events, you know, kind of thing. Because there's, there's, there's the, four main events by WWE standard, isn't there? Yeah. So, <laughs> so there's there's nine is, by WWE standard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we've got Hikaru Shida against Tony Storm against Dr. Britt Baker and against Surya, who will probably get the biggest, well, one of the biggest pops of the night. I don't know if she'll get the biggest pop, but certainly one of. And where do we think this is going, lads? Soraya wins this. She has to. Has I, to. Has I, to. I, I, I ju- and also, for the, not just for the, you know, the hometown girl reason and, and all this stuff, there's two of the outcasts in this match with her and Storm. So one of them should mm. win this match. Realistically, yeah. one of them should win this match. And it makes them look really silly if they don't. Um, so, yeah, I... I Is that I, traditional I, thing of the Tony Storm costing Saria than having a match with each other? Yeah, but I'd, 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 the, I'd say that's the only way they're likely to get out of it. But mm-hmm. then the outcasts are... are Good faction in AEW, like that they're a part yeah. of So splitting them up would seem would seem peculiar. Um, but yeah, mm. I'm I I'm going to go Soraya. She's an orange girl, so she's I'm always going to back her. Yeah, of course. It, what do you think, Johnny? It would be peculiar, 
to see them split up. But could we see, because I think Soraya's going to win as well, but could we see Soraya win and then Tony Storm and Ruby Soho put a beat down on her and Soraya being a face champion? I really, really hope not. Because she, because <laughs> she's a much better She's a much better heel. I'm just wondering, is that yeah. in front of the home crowd, she gets beaten down? Like, Yeah, the, the, it, it, it's... She she will be a face no matter what happens on on next Sunday. She is going to be a face because she's in. She's going to get a face reaction. She's going to get a face reaction. Mm-hmm. But yeah. when she then goes back to the states, I don't think she would get that same face reaction. So, see, I'm a big Britt Baker fan, and I do like Saria, and you know it would make sense for her to win. But I don't know, I've seen wrestling do this so many times when it's like, you know who's going to win, but then they don't. And I just think that, I don't know, I just don't know if Saraya's going to win because they've done this before. They, you know, yeah. it's the obvious choice is having Saraya win, and I think Britt Baker wins. Um, but the reaction would be incredible if Saraya does win, and I'd like to see that. I just... Something tells me they're going to be like, like because what you've said there as well. The you know this is one show in the UK. The rest of them yeah. are in the United States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it is. It's it's definitely a valid reason of why she might not win. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I I do yeah. think you know looking at this card, there's there's arguments. I would say what is, have we got? We got nine matches. I think announced so far. There's probably arguments in near enough all nine of them for each individual person winning these matches, which I quite like, actually. Um, yeah. You know. Um, as I say, if Saria does hear this, I don't not want you to win. It's just, I, I, just, <laughs> well, wonder if, I just wonder if they'll uh, twist the whole thing and go, oh, you expect this? Well, you're not getting it. Have you clipped this, Jay, so we can send will, that don't out worry. Don't worry. Yeah. Soraya, we'll send this to you. You, you know which two, which two of the three snapbacks yeah. guys to yeah. talk to. She, um, I know she responds to people on TikTok, so I'm just like, yeah. making sure that, you know, it's in case she does hear this. Um, <laughs> but I do like you, Soraya, just, just to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> do, you want, anyway. do, you want a sh- do you want a shuffle? <laughs> Keep digging. Keep digging. Um, anyway, of course, the uh, a match that I don't think any of us have ever seen this kind of stipulation match. In fact, there's two of those, but a coffin match. Have you guys ever seen a casket match live before? No. 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 So, historical moment. A, a team coffin match with AR Fox and Swerve Strickland against Darby Allen and Sting. Now, part of me is excited for this because Sting's in it, and I've never seen Sting wrestled, of course. He retired back in, well, retired 2016. And he didn't actually retire. He's back out of retirement and he's fighting now. So we get to see him wrestle. So that would be really cool. Um, and this sounds like it's their match to lose, right? Sting and Darby Allen have to win this one. Yeah. yeah. It, Sting is also in the wrong match on this card, by the way. But I am excited to see Sting. Well, you've had it against Jericho. Absolutely. In his retirement match, mm. he should have wrestled Jericho. But yeah. yeah, I've I've gone Sting Derby for this match. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Johnny? Are we going for the same? 
Uh, yeah, Darby Allen. I think the best thing Swerve Strickland did was leave Hit Row. Um, but uh, yeah, it's not stuck uh, in Hit Row any favors though. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. No, it's not, not at all. Um, yeah, Darby Allen stings to lose. Uh, it just seems like it suits them. So it's like when Taker ever fought anyone in a casket match, like why why would he lose that, like, ordinarily? Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I, yeah. This this is going to sound really weird, actually. <clears throat> um, just off, off what you just said, Johnny, of obviously being really excited to see Sting, etc., etc. I'm... There's almost a part of me that's more excited to see Darby Allen. Like I'm, I'm such a huge Darby Allen fan. Yeah, yeah. I really, really like Darby Allen. Um, don't get me wrong. Obviously, growing up with WCW in you know, in that era, and you know, The Crow is one of my favourite films. So then you've got Sting and blah, all this stuff. It's gonna be, it's gonna be amazing. But I would probably be almost just as excited to see this to see a you know a Darby Allen match on his own as I am that he's with Sting if that makes sense. Emo Spike Dudley. Emo Spike Dudley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he was a skater boy and you know that is Darby Allen. It's just um was he called Darby Allen before NAW? The reason why I ask is because his name is Darby All in. Like is that meant to have been as soon as he came on AEW? He called himself All In. I'm sure he's always that... been Darby Allen. I'm not sure. Ring, ring names: Darby Allen, Darby Graves. That's that's all he's ever been. Right. Yeah. It yeah. just it must be. It might just be a massive coincidence that he's called Darby Allen, and then the NXT AEW is one of their bigger shows. Is called All In. Yeah. It always has been, and then. Well, I am. Um, yeah, Sting and Darby Allen have to win this one. Yeah. Never, mm. never put that together. Yeah, <laughs> I never until then. I never put that together. Yeah. Um, but yes, right, right there in front of me. A L L I M. Um, I didn't know he was thirty though. He looks about twenty-two. I like yeah. Darby Allen again. A lot of people say he looks like a young Jeff Hardy, and I see that. Um, I wasn't always the biggest fan of the way he basically jumps around like he's made of rubber, and I'm kind of concerned that he's going to end up in a wheelchair when he's forty. And I still am a bit concerned about that. But, I mean, he does put it all out there. He said that himself many times. And I do enjoy watching him. I'm just a bit concerned about <laughs> his uh, well-being in uh, later years. <laughs> yeah. But I, uh, guess he doesn't, I guess he doesn't care. So we'll just leave him to it. Um, <laughs> the, um, but we've got the Golden Elite now. And... This isn't a match with people who have not uh, seen Russell before, so I'm interested to watch him. Juice Robinson is in Bullet Club Gold along with Jay White and Kanesuke Takashita. If I've said that wrong, I'm so sorry. Um, but I did try. Against Kota Ibushi, Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page. Now, Juice Robinson, the name Juice Robinson stands out to me because it's different. And he looks an interesting character. Uh, I've, not, saying, I've not seen him wrestle properly before. But if you're against Kenny Omega, Adam Page, and Kota Ibushi, I guess there's only one winner in this case. Yeah. Not if you've got Jay White. Yeah, but the, the, yes. this 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 yes. is also this this is also a match that's the wrong way around as well. Um, I I would be much more excited about seeing a Golden Lovers reunion than I would be about having Adam Page shoehorned in as well. But that them them three win it, and Juice Robinson probably takes the pin. As well, yeah, he, he will do. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is but. this your first time seeing Jay White? Yes. Yeah. Which will be amazing. Will be so. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm really looking. For, I'm really, really looking forward to seeing Abushi Omega and White. Uh, you no, know, the other, no, no, no. He's probably the least out of all six that I'm that I'm really looking forward to um to seeing. But it, I, I think it will be a very, very, very good match. Um, oh, I've just thought too. There's something that's going to really disappoint you. Um, someone hasn't been announced for a match yet, and there's no doubt about that he will be in a match. I am talking about Jungle Boy, who yeah. hasn't been announced. Yeah. Is he, he going to have a match against Hook? I, I, I hope I hope so, but I also hope not, because they're not going to have Jungle Boy lose his title so soon. And I don't want to witness Jungle Boy beat Hook, because that will be one of the worst things I've seen with my own two eyes in person. So, um, <laughs> yeah. But I do think he probably will have a match. I still think there probably are maybe two to three more matches added to this card. Probably one in the pre-show, and maybe mm-hmm. another one or two for the for the for the main show. And AEW are notorious for long long cards. Yeah. So, and I don't know if either of you boys know. I, I might have put it in the chat. I can't remember um, that the six man that we just spoke about, Omega Page, Ibushi. Etc. That yeah, wasn't. Sorry, I was just there. I just remembered no, no, something. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> um, that wasn't the way that this that this pay per view was going to go. Had there not been an injury at Forbidden Door, we okay. were we what were gonna we done? were gonna get Omega Danielson again. All right, okay. but obviously that that can't happen. How se- how serious is his injury? Could he come back he, in this? He broke his wrist, didn't he? I think, or broke his oh, arm or something. Okay. So, I mean, I know he has said, "I'm, I'm not." I, I know he has said he's not getting any younger, um, which is obvious. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how how much longer Danielson goes for. No, no. Mm. Um, and and I think that's the kind of, you know, Brian Danielson five years ago recovers from a broken wrist and then probably three weeks later is back in a main event. Brian yeah. Danielson now is probably thinking, do you know what? This, uh, I I want a bit longer to recover from this potentially. Um, but there's yeah, probably a part of this match. I think where you'll get like a good chunk of this match. You'll have uh, Kenny Omega against Jay White as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Which will Which... be incredible to see. Like, yeah. like yes. in person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm actually going Bullet Club Gold and Takeshita. Oh, yeah, I'm. I'm Kenny um, Omega. Mm, I, mm, I'm going to go Golden Elite. I don't believe this. <laughs> Golden Elite and but Young Bucks. I'm betting to win. What's going on in the world? Um, but yes, I just Kenny is Tony Khan's golden boy. Like he worships the ground this guy walks on, and he is made to be booked like Roman Reigns in the sense of he doesn't lose often. And if he does, it's because he's had a screwdriver put into his head, like, literally. The, um, the only way, or the only, sorry, Johnny, the only thing if Bullet Club Gold was to win this, they could set up a Jay White, Kenny Omega feud, which I'm absolutely all for because it would be fantastic. But, yeah, I'm I'm along them same lines. He is... 
one of the golden boys of AEW, and I can't see on their biggest show of one of their biggest shows that they've done him taking a loss. I think that's yeah. your shock factor. I think that's mm-hmm. that's your shock that Omega doesn't win. But yeah, I mean that's yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. I, I could be spouting shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's your second catchphrase. Yeah, you know, let's talk I'm about like, it. And I could I be spouting shit. Yeah, and every every video end with that. Yeah, I could be spouting shit. I could be spouting <laughs> shit, but what do you think? Let me know in the comments. <laughs> I I do think if one set of the EVPs are going to lose, I think it would be the Bucks that would lose instead of Omega. Okay. Do you think most of these matches will just have, like, no interference, besides the Stampede match potentially, but do you think these all are going to just be solid wrestling matches and they'll just have fair finish in all of them? No, no. I think there's probably two matches and we haven't covered them yet that mm. have some form of interference okay. i can definitely see interference in one i think i know which one as well yeah and i'm not including the stampede match in that by the way obviously now um excuse me lads while i try to rattle through these names this is the stadium <laughs> Spank stampede match eddie kingston orange cassidy best friends chuck dealer and trent Beretta. And Lucha Brothers, Penta El Zero, Miedo, and Ray Phoenix against the Blackpool Combat Club. But the question I had before we get into who wins. So, do you think there's a possibility that they end up where we are? What? Doing a podcast? <laughs> on the podcast, it's, it's, yes. It's John Moxie going to come in my living room. Like, what is going on? Just pick up your dog and just start wrestling with your dog. Yeah, so, so, um, <laughs> I I wouldn't count it out, but I wouldn't be very I wouldn't be, you know, hugely confident at the same time. We know Mox likes to do bizarre things. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think they're probably more likely to go backstage than they are up in them seats, potentially. If it's any two people doing it, it's Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. yes. Mm-hmm. Whilst and, the Lucha Brothers are doing high fly shit still in the ring and around the ring, a couple well, can break away and work their way around the arena and etc. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of steps for them to climb if they are going to be where we are, boys. If if if, 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 <laughs> if whoever ends up with us is not being involved in the decision, but like yeah. they are going to be far mm-hmm. too far away <laughs> to do anything. Yeah. Um, so this match has, as I say, three people who have yet to be arranged. So again, Moxley, Clastioli, and Willie Uta have uh, three partners. I'd like to have one of them to be packed, but I'm assuming he can't make it to the show. He's Obviously, injured. I know he was, yeah, quite badly as well, which is really sickening. Um, is it House of Black? I mean, so I said it before, it sounds like it would be, but... It, it, it makes sense to be House of Black because... It's a big show. I think your champions. I I think the champions should be defending their belts, but with the Golden Elite taken care of and you know Bullet Club Gold in a match, I you know I don't see you know where they where they come in. Um, so yeah, I I I think it'll be be House of Black, um, and I'm 
I'm going. I'm going for what I've written down here as Team Heel because I couldn't be bothered to write down all their names. Um, <laughs> I think the BCC and the House of Black win this purely because if I add if I add my likes and dislikes for all six of these people involved, I like a lot more from the BCC and House of Black than I do the others. So I've gone for them. Yeah, that, that's pretty much my pretty much my my only real um only real reason. If if I'm completely honest, um, that's because you're an Orange Cassidy hater. Ed, Eddie Kingston and Orange Cassidy hurt this team massively for me. Um, I think Blackpool Combat Club. It'll make them look very weak if this team of this makeshift team of Eddie Kingston, Orange Cassidy, and Co. beat Blackpool Combat Club and potentially House of Black. They have to be the team that win. I think. So, and probably what's going to happen is Wheeler Utah probably pins Orange Cassidy. Um, you know, because uh, to be fair, in that Blood and Guts match, he took a horrible beating, like, and he yeah. does need some kind of redemption after that. So, I think House of Black, and if, if it is them, and the uh, Blackpool Combat Club win this match. What do you think, Johnny? Um, I think if it's not uh, House of Black, it will probably be like three dudes from new japan or it would be cool if they had three guys from progress just mm -hmm. be just team up with them but it probably like it probably will be house of black and um, yeah i'm not i'm not going to go against blackboard combat club they're going to win this match mm -hmm. I, i'm not going to go against them and um, i don't mind i don't mind eddie kingston i don't mind orange cassidy um trent beretta is really impressive um but yeah i'm not going to go against but Blackpool Combat Club because I am a John Moxley stan. So I love it's, it's gonna be so good seeing the Lucha brothers though. Yeah. Because they are yes. unbelievable. Yeah, I've always been a big fan of like Pentarus Goro. Um Ray, Ray, I do enjoy Ray Phoenix is a future world champion. So but which yeah. one of them Phoenix broke his arm, if that's so he's not in the match. Uh, is he not? Yeah, Phoenix is, isn't it? They're both back. Oh yeah, yeah, no, so sorry, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 no, 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 sorry, that's my mistake. Really shit again, Jay. Yeah, I might be spouting <laughs> <Okay>. shit. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, BCC and the uh, three There's partners. There's too many names in that match. There is, yeah, uh, and you'll probably forget. Like, you'll probably be like, "Oh, who's that?" Because I don't know how far away we'll be from this uh, crowd as well. So, from the crowd. And false count anywhere they could pin someone who wouldn't even know who gets it because you know yeah i presume there'll be a massive screen at uh, wembley but yeah i would have thought so um i'm also intrigued with the little things like this i am intrigued by how the stage is going to look how they're going to set it up is it going to be very basic like money in the bank is it going to be you know uh, one that really stands out um i'd like to think they've put some creativity into the stage you know yeah it's they do like to go to go big and like money isn't going to be an option so mm. you know it's not going to yeah. be a restraint on them um but we'll go to the first singles match which doesn't involve a championship but i have a feeling there might be some shenanigans in this one because of who's involved it is chris jericho against will osprey Stu is a huge will osprey fan and do we see Will Ospreay picking the win up here? Yeah, yeah, we do. There'll, there'll be there'll be shenanigans in this match. There'll be interference in some way, shape, or form. I 
I kind of hope it isn't shenanigans that lead directly to the end of the match because I'd like to see, although it technically wouldn't be a completely clean win for Osprey, I'd like to see, you know, the final five minutes of the match or what have you go over as a clean win for for Osprey because, you know, he's that good and it's it's his home show and i think yeah i think he does he deserves it um mm. so i would there are probably two or three other people on this card i'd probably prefer to see osprey in, in a match against um but you know it's this is this is going to be a very good match because osprey's generational and jericho's not much not not exactly a slouch and I think it'll be an interesting mix of styles because I don't think Jericho could go in the same way as Osprey. Not that many people in the world currently can, but I think it'll be an interesting match of match of styles and I am looking forward to seeing how they how they kind of get it to get it to going together. Um mm-hmm. I do kind of wish though that they had given this a little bit longer to build. Um, Do you think uh, Chris Jericho is a good opponent for him? I think, I think he he is. I think he's, I think he's a good opponent for Osprey, potentially for any casual fan outside of the UK. Maybe, um, I think. Osprey is slowly starting to get more noticed outside of Japan and outside of the UK, but every, pretty much every wrestling fan is going to know Chris Jericho. So I think that that will be good. And, you know, Jericho is so wrestling intelligent. I think they're going to put together something really special. Um, it's just when I, when I look on this card and, I see Jay White, I see Kenny Omega, I see Ibushi, you know, I'm thinking of, they could have been some matches for Osprey to have. Um, obviously, I think uh, New Japan have pulled the pulled VO on Omega Osprey 3 and that we'll get that at New Japan at Kingdom, um, which is why we're not seeing... Seeing that, but I'm glad Osprey's getting it, getting his chance to have a singles match rather than being put in a tag team match. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what do you think, Johnny? Do we see Don Callis make some kind of interference in this match? Absolutely. Absolutely, we do. Um, yeah, I think he's going to come down and probably try and cost Jericho. I don't know if maybe we see. Sammy Guevara come out to stop Callis. I mean, he's not on the card, is he? So, um, and he's he's saved him before. The match itself, um, as much as well, it doesn't really pain me to say it, but it kind of does because Jericho's in my top five. But Will Ospreay is going to win this match. But I think Jericho is an absolutely great opponent because all those names that you mentioned, Stu, there's time for those. True. There, yeah, there, yeah. There's a lot of time for those to happen. There's not much time for this. And on Monday morning, Will Ospreay is going to be the only person in the world that can say, I fought Chris Jericho at Wembley Stadium 
in front of 85, nine, however many thousand people it is now. Mm. And that's that's a big claim. That's uh, it. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. This is, this is the match that I think opens the show. Yeah. 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 Big. Yeah. 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 Start um, off with something big and exciting yeah, like that. Yeah. I well, think so, you've I, got the, the hometown boy and a guy that's been in AEW since the word go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And maybe like the British guy has to go over in this, really. Mm. Um, what's an interesting dynamic is as Jericho is North American, Will Ospreay is the heel in this match, but. He's not going to get booed by the English fans. No. No. Um, but they'll try and make him get booed by the fact he's got Don Callis alongside him. So, therefore, he is, you know, a snake and a, a bad person. And therefore, he is the bad guy. But British fans aren't going to care. They're still going to cheer uh, Will Ospreay. Do we see this being another weird um, Dave Meltzer five star classic? It could be. It, it 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 could be. I also on your on your point, Jay, of it opening the show. I think it's a very good, a very good idea or a very good option to open the show because even though it's well, I say even though it's in the UK, the fact it's in the UK will help this because we know what UK fans are like. Eighty five thousand people singing Judas to start the show, which was <laughs> going to be my next point as yeah. well. That imagine, firstly, imagine that sound. Yeah, but also as well, mm-hmm. if Jericho comes out first yeah. after the just t- take the zero dark zero match out for for a minute, but the first thing that you hear is Judas. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and then then you have the hometown boy come out, and then yeah, it, that would be that's a really good option to open the show. But I I think it will open the show, but I could be spouting shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think Will Ospreay gets the win. Um, he doesn't need Don Callis' interference, but with the whole way that the storyline's going, it, he kind of has to get involved in some way. Um, also, Don Callis has a very underrated theme song. It's very, very sinister and just, it's one or two notes, but it's just like, this guy is an absolute asshole. <laughs> and you can tell just by the music. And that's why I love his entrance music. Um, there's a lot of the stuff that he said about Jericho, I don't think, is totally unjustified. And that's what makes a good heel when you know that what they're saying isn't actually untrue. Mm. It's just that people don't want to hear it. And Jericho, um, well, he decided he doesn't want to align with Don Callis. He wants to you know, go his own way, essentially. And there has to be some kind of element of interference to help Osprey win this, just to get trying to get the heat on him, essentially, I think. Yeah. Um, but this match was supposed to happen what in 2020 or something it was meant to happen. Yeah. It's the Tokyo Dome in 2020, wasn't it? Mm. I think. Yeah, yeah. And then mm. COVID happened, so uh, mm. they're surfing back around to it now. But I'm I'm really looking forward to this match. Mm. Yeah, and then we have the real world championship. This is a match I'm very much looking forward to because I've mm. not seen the two of them wrestle together, and it seems like every time they wrestle, it's a classic. Now, admittedly, I think the last time would have been in 2006. 2005, but I think they'll know their limitations and how to make this work. It is CM Punk defending the real world championship against Samoa Joe, who I've seen wrestle live before, seen both of them in WWE, but not against each other. I'm very excited for this one. What do we say, Johnny? Are we getting a new new world champion? No. 
Um, I don't think we are. Uh, it's clobbering time. I'm really. I've never seen. Um, I know a lot of people hate him. I've never seen CM Punk live, uh, and I can't wait to see it. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, CM Punk's I'm gonna. Really I think he's gonna keep his title, keep his real world championship. Um, whether they do some unification down the line, I don't think they need to because I think Collision also needs a belt, a world championship because they obviously need to keep certain people away from certain people. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great match. I've also never seen Samoa Joe live either, actually. Um, yeah. I can't, can't wait to see it. But yeah, CM Punk to retain for me. Both very good theme songs. And that, again, yeah. part of the excitement for the show is the songs are so good mm-hmm. and just hearing yeah. them both live will be amazing um so Stu, what what do we say are we saying punk sony just won this belt so yeah um cm hogan doesn't lose this match it's, it doesn't work it doesn't work for him brother he doesn't yeah. lose, he, he, he doesn't yeah. lose this match um yeah they, they these two always put on put on classics they're they're very good together um i am I'm looking forward to both theme songs. I'm looking forward to Punk coming off the top rope and Joe Joe walking away because that's just it's that's just a phenomenal spot that always gets a smile from me. Um, this is the other match that I think we might see some interference in in the terms of Ricky Starks, quite possibly. Um, I guess if Ricky Starks interferes, there could be a, cha- a, a, a sort of a chance of a title change, but. No, I punk punk doesn't doesn't drop it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think CM Punk gets the win. Do we? I know these matches are always very long. So do we see like this being thirty minutes? Because it seems like I think one of them was an hour long draw, and mm-hmm. then the next one was yeah. like I think the next one was the same. Or it might have been actually one, but it was very very long. Do we see that happening again? Well, AEW like putting time limit. they don't don't they they always start this is a match uh scheduled for one ball with a 20 minute time limit or yeah, until yeah. tv time remaining if it's the the main event mm-hmm. um yeah they do like putting time limits on stuff so i can they might put a 20 minute time limit on it but i don't think they will do for this one so we're on to the main event and it is the second time we'll have seen these guys do we think first of all that obviously they'll both come out of their own music now but do we think that the second time seeing MGF and Adam Cole, it won't be as exciting because we've already seen them, and now we're seeing them again. It's a different dynamic. It's a very long match. Yeah, mm. different dynamic. Mm. It's just it's a very long pay per view, and I'm just concerned that maybe people will be exhausted by the time Adam Cole and MGF come to the ring. Yeah, i i think I think match match card or match placement on the card will play a big big part in that because you i don't know where they're gonna how they're gonna do it but you're not gonna want something like a stadium stampede before mj like the match before mjf and cole because the crowd will be Mm -hmm. on such a such a lull from that match but I, i think there's lots of exciting matches for all of for you know, I think there's a bit of excitement for all of them. So I, I, I think the fact that it's the, you know, it's AEW's first show over here. It's the first show at Wembley since '92. I think that will probably be enough to carry mm-hmm. the fans through. Yeah, I think. Um, so I think Adam Cole is going to become Adam Two Belts, and he's going to beat MGF for the world title. Someone else, the whole story of he was told he never wrestle again. Now he's fighting for the world title. 
And MJF losing probably doesn't make sense, but I'm an Adam Cole mark, and I want Adam Cole to win this, and I think he will. Be a very good match, and I think Adam Cole will probably be the heel in this match, even though MJF, I still don't trust him, even though he's supposed to be a babyface. I'll just wait like any second. He's going to turn on him. But I think Adam Cole gets the win, and Roderick Strong probably makes some kind of interference because, again, there's still a storyline there as well. The only the question to you is, what is Roderick Strong going to do in this match first? Well, he needs to start by taking his neck brace off, I guess. Um, mm. I think he's going to come down and what is he going to do? What is he actually going to do? I think he's going to come down and help Adam Cole. Mm. I don't think he's going to go against him. I think he's going to help him. But I don't think... So I'm quite conflicted with this match. No, I think MJF's going to retain. So I actually, MJF's yeah, retain. I think Adam Cole wins and the Undisputed Era under a new name is back together. So I don't know what Robbie Fish is up to these days and I think Kyle O'Reilly might be injured, so that doesn't really help. I don't know. But I think we see a reunion of Undisputed Era under a new banner. Um if they're ever going to do it, this has this this is a good time. So you think MJF's going to win? Um, is he going to win clean, or is he going to start showing signs of the MJF we know? I mean, he's got to go back to that eventually, hasn't he? The proper mm. evil heel chucking water over kids um, bullshit, basically. Uh, <laughs> he needs to go back to that. I don't know if he goes back to it here, though. I think. I think it's Cole that turns on him, but I think they're tag team champions by this point. And then Adam Cole is stuck with this belt afterwards that he needs mm -hmm. to defend with MJF, even though MJF's turned on him. Yeah. Uh, he's turned on MJF, sorry. Uh, and MJF remains world champion, but they've still got these tag belts that they need to defend. I think there's there's more of a story here than in this match. But yeah, I think MJF retains. I mean, I don't overcomplicate it, but I think sometimes with Adam Cole as well, it would be like, yes, I am tag team champions, but I did this for me. I wanted to win the Ring of Honor tag team titles. I don't like you, but I want to keep these. So we're going to, you know, I'm going to do what I can to win the match for, for me. And I think that's why it would work as a title run, because it's Adam Cole wants these belts. You could have, you could have like them defending and then one of them just not show up because they don't want to be part of it. But then the one who's actually defending them still manages to win the match. Yes. Mm -hmm. So what do we think, um, Stu? Have we got a winner? Because it looks like you're in thought and you're still not sure. I, I just, like, it's just so hard because Adam Cole is probably in, probably in my top five guys. Like, I'm such an Adam Cole mark. Um, but, and I, I do think that MJF's title run has actually been quite disappointing. Um, mm. I'm just torn as to whether Roddy Strong comes down and helps Adam Cole as... And MJF is about to use the dynamite diamond ring to screw him out of it, out of it, 
or if Roddy Strong comes down and turns on Cole because all of the stuff that MJF has said to him has finally got to him. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going with Adam Cole. I'm going with okay. Cole. I'm going to... Yeah, I'm, I'm going Cole. I, I don't, but I don't, I'm going Cole, but I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not confident. Um, I say he's 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 one of my favourites. Um, I just I don't think that this title run for MJF has been as good as what as what they would have wanted it to have been. I think the reactions he's got have been brilliant, but that's be- not because he's been champion. He would have got them reactions without being champion. Um, yeah, I think he's done the best he can. I just don't think he's been the the storylines being presented to him have been standard but i do think he's tried to make it work yeah i also think the reactions that he's been getting or that he got initially was because people started to turn against see the crowd started to turn against cm punk a little bit yeah so mm-hmm. that was all but yeah I'm, I'm i'm gonna go cole because he's one of my boys and i'd love to see that in in Absolutely. person um but there's also we know MJF's contract is up in four months time, and if that's oh, he a, loves talking about that, yeah. If, if 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 this is a bargaining chip for him to remain with AEW, then yeah, he may have to, he may come out as as champion still. Um, I just think if he was to go to WWE, though, he would they would water him down too much. We yeah. don't see we don't see the MJF as he is now. In WWE, no, no, but no, but it's, it's still always the dream money. for wrestlers, isn't it? It's still always yeah. the dream for them, isn't it? Like you know, just to say I've tried. Um, and MGF is a very talented wrestler, and I think he's done everything he can in AEW. Um, the only thing he could do is, you know, make WWE the second promotion, but it's never going to be. And I just think MGF has to at least try it. Um, yeah, and I just don't know what else is left for him to do. I mean, you know, he's peaked down, I'd say. Um, I, by the way, this scarf I'm trying to get the scarf down, but I don't want to pull my curtain rack over. Um, so this scarf I'll be wearing, but during the main event, Johnny, if you want to wear it, you can because I'm sporting Adam Cole. Um, <laughs> just to clarify, I am actually fine with whoever wins this match. I would love to see Adam Cole win it. Um, I just think it will be MJF. Which again, I am fine with MJF winning this match as well. I don't hold a candle for uh, Adam Cole as much as you two do. Uh, I think he's great, um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not too bothered who wins this match. Yeah, I'm also looking forward to getting some merch because AEW merchandise is very difficult to get hold of in the UK because of the postage from the United States. So it's going to be nice that hopefully there's plenty choices of merch while they're here. Do we think that the merch will be decently priced? Because the tickets were very good, very well priced. So I'm just wondering. Um, what I think it'll I all think... be t-shirts. I don't think it'll be anything fancier than. I no. think it'll all just be t-shirts. But yeah, I would love a little mini replica AEW Wembley belt, but I don't think we'll uh, we'll get that. <laughs> but I would love that. Uh, yeah, I think it'd be t-shirts. Mm. I think they might be same sort of price as Money in the Bank, sort of like forty quid for a t-shirt, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So 
have you watched Stu? Have you watched well, both of you? Have you watched all of AEW's pay per views over the years? Or no, I, I've not watched all of them. I've seen yeah. quite a few, but I've I, I've not watched all of them before. No, just no, thinking I've about the cards. Do you think it'll? I mean, obviously being there is different. But do you expect this to be a, a very good show? I I think with with the matches that have been announced and the the talent the caliber of talent that are in these matches it should be a very very good show um but you know there are there are still bits that i feel in a storyline way there are some matches that don't that are just kind of thrown together a little bit but yeah i th- i think it'll be a very good show because of because of the people that are involved in in the show mm, yeah and the uk mm-hmm. crowd oh yeah the uk right. crowd is a say Love the UK crowd in these shows. I will um will also just say, um, Tony, if you are listening, Mr. Khan, uh WWE fanboy here. If you could find your way to getting the Hardys and or Christian on the card in one way or another, I'd greatly appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And Wardlow would be fantastic. No, thank you. <laughs> no, boys. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Hardy against Wardlow. They fight for the who's got the in, best one on. There you go. In a whisper in the wind on a pole match. Jeff Hardy versus Wardlow. <laughs> Whoever picks against the contract where they can use that in the match, nobody else can. Well, there's, I mean, you know, Jeff Hardy's just come back. So I guess that match could happen soon, which, you know, yeah. I mean, Jeff obviously isn't quite how he used to be, but I mean, obviously Jeff Jarrett as well, Double J might make an appearance. He's been promoting this show quite a lot. Why have we not got if... Grado? That's what I'm gutted about. I want to see Grado. Well, I that want... was rumoured, wasn't it? I want Grado. I want like mm. a prayer by 85,000 people. More than, <laughs> I, more than I want any other entrance. I think that would just be phenomenal. I want, I want everyone to sing Beethoven's Fifth when Jungle <laughs> Boy comes. I will not be doing that. That's, that is not what I, I will I try. Be. I will try. I don't know if I'll be able to succeed, but I'll give it a go. Um, so, any so lads, uh, Johnny, any final thoughts on the weekend? Um, I don't know. Jeff Jarrett and Jeff Hardy had their uh, their Texas Chainsaw match, didn't they? Could they not have like a Wembley England football men's match? London uh, Wembley street fight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the weekend itself. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. The atmosphere is going to be incredible. Looking forward to being back with you boys again. Our first pay-per-view, the three of us. I just can't wait. It's going to be such a such a good weekend. Yeah, I'm so excited. Uh, Stu, what did we say? Are we, um, are we excited for the event about to happen? I am. I am. Uh, if you excuse the pun, I am all in for the weekend. It's, I'm so excited. It's going to be really good. Um, I'm just hoping the next sort of five or six days kind of kind of go quite quickly so we can mm. be so we can be yeah. there we can just be soaking it all in and then we get the great pleasure a few days later of talking to everyone about it this will be so good yes exactly yeah everyone uh, again if you want to go if you're in box park guys come and say hello to us we are gonna be there and do you think guys that this could be the first of many aw shows like this in the uk I think so. I think we'll we'll probably see. I, I think we'll see events over here from them, potentially twice yearly now. I think um, okay. WWE have done it now, haven't they? They've taken the leap with Clash and their Money in the Bank, so AEW kind of got to take the leap as well if they want to 
if they want to stay not relevant but trying to compete well that they've sold out or they've sold what 80 80,000 plus yeah. so they yeah. can which do makes, it and it, that makes WWE look really silly as well yeah yeah absolutely yeah i know that tony khan mentioned he would like to do it at craven cottage and it's one of those things where that stadium's still getting work done and also it is right next to the riverbank and i don't think he knows if that's really ideal when it's that close to a river like literally on the river thames yeah you know but, which, but you know they could have had something where they threw the wrestlers into the, into the water like they did with edge and scene or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they could have had Oh no! Yeah, if WWE went there, they could have a, a Braun Strowman Bray Wyatt swamp match in the in the Because <laughs> that was so successful the first time. Let's run it back. Um, it's going to be. This good has been a very long episode of Snapbacks and Beats. Two hours. So, guys, thank you for sticking around. Um, we did cover a lot today. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening to me as well. Um, and. Stu and Johnny, thank you very much. Stu, where can we find you on your social media? Yeah, always, always a pleasure. So my Instagram, that wrestling gram, you can find me mainly posting stuff about the podcast. And my main social is my TikTok, that wrestling guy at TWG1991 on the road to 5K. So come and check out all my content on there. And Johnny, where can we find you on your socials? Yeah, so you guys can find me, J.E. WrestleGram on Instagram. Um, I haven't really posted on there in quite a while. I need to get back to that. Uh, but my main channel is my TikTok channel, which is J.E. WrestleTalk. Come and have a look, see what you like for all my daily wrestling content. Thanks, Johnny. And you can find me at Johnny Goldsmith on TikTok, J-O-N-N-Y. Johnny underscore Goldsmith underscore on Instagram and also Snapbacks and Beards TikTok as well. We do post content on there regularly, Raw, SmackDown, and uh, NXT recaps. And probably will do an all-in recap as well this time. So also clips of the show are on there sometimes as well. So do make sure you tune in. And thank you very much. And we will see you after all-in. We're all-in this weekend, and hopefully you're all-in as well. <laughs>